Hello everyone. My name is Adebi Kwesiakwiri and this is the podcast for the children between the ages of 6 to 10 years old. Hello children. How are we today? Hope we are doing perfectly great. We give God the praise and honor that we are alive. Today, we'll be looking at the story of Samuel. And that is where our lessons for today will be taken out from. But before we continue, let us bow our heads for prayers. Our God and our Father, we thank you. We appreciate you, we exalt your holy name. We thank you for your protection, for your mercy, for your love, for your kindness over us. We thank you for the breath of life that you have not ceased from us. We thank you for protecting us as your children and loving us more. We thank you for protecting all that concerned us, all our parents, friends, neighbor, relatives, loved ones. Father Lord, we thank you for the great grace given unto us together here this morning to listen to your word. Father, we ask that you teach us by yourself in our own understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. And every lesson that we will learn here today, but let let us be the doers of those words and not just the hair alone. For in Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Like I said, we'll be looking at the topic obedience so we are taking the less the topic from that story of Samuel so before we go to exact point that we are going to I would like to summarize the story of Samuel who is Samuel who was Samuel Samuel was a prophet in Israel before Samuel came to this Samuel was given birth to by Anna. Anna, the woman that had been looking for a child for so long. She waited on the Lord for so many years. And she goes to Shiloh every year to make her request known unto God. Shiloh is a place where you go to make your hearts cry known to God. Thank God for all that he has done. And make requests for the new things that you want God to do for you. Anna has been going to Shiloh every year. But this particular year, Anna went with a promise in her heart. And she got to Shiloh while she was praying. She got to the level where she was praying and crying out her heart, but she was not saying a word. But she was moving her mouth because the pains in her heart took over her and she was crying it out inside of her heart. All she wanted God to do for her. And as she was doing that, Prophet Eli, the prophet then, saw Anna on her knees praying, moving her mouth and not saying the words that are not coming out. And he talked, Anna was drunk. So he approached Hannah. And Anna said she was not drunk. She's only pouring out her heart to God. And she made a request known unto God. And she said it to Prophet Eli. And God, honoring the words, using this prophet, spoke to Anna. That by the time next year, Anna will bring 
forth a child, a son. And God honoring his word in the life of prophet Eli, a year after, and I gave birth to a child called Samuel. And the promise she made while she was pouring her heart down at Shiloh was that if God, you will give me a child, I will bring the child back to serve you in your house for the rest of his life. So Hannah gave birth to the child and Samuel was growing and she remembered the promise she made to God. And immediately she brought Samuel back to the temple of God to come and serve God all the days of his life. While growing up, Samuel was growing up in the house of prophet Eli. He's growing up, doing the beats of God, growing up according to the will of God, growing up obeying God, obeying God's commandments. He was doing all of that. So, the part that we are going to this morning is that chapter 3 of the book of 1 Samuel that I will read from here before we bring out our lessons from that story. I read, In those days, when the boy Samuel was serving the Lord under direction of Eli, there were very few messages from the Lord and visions from him were quite rare. One night, Eli, who was not almost blind, who was now almost blind, was sleeping in his own room, and Samuel was sleeping in the sanctuary. That means Samuel was sleeping in the church, then sanctuary, the place where people come to speak to God. Okay, where the sacred covenant box was, that's then the covenant box signifies and represents the presence of God in those days. Before dawn, while the lamp was still burning, the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Yes, sir, and he ran to Eli and said, You called me, and here I am. But Eli answered and said, I did not call you. Go back to bed. So Samuel went back to bed. Then the Lord called Samuel again. Then the boy did not know that it was the Lord because the Lord had never spoken to him before. So he got up, went to Eli and said, You called me and here I am. But Eli answered, My son, I did not call you. Go back to bed. The Lord called somewhere the third time. He got up, went to Eli and said, You called me, here I am. Then Eli realized that it was Lord, the God, who was calling the boy. And he said, to him go back to bed and if he calls again say speak lord your servant is listening so samuel went back to bed the lord came and stood there and called and he had as he had before then samuel 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 answered speak your servant is listening and then the lord said to him Someday I am going to do something to the people of Israel that is so terrible that everyone who hears about it will stunned 
On that day, I will carry out all my threat against Eli's family from beginning to the end. I've already told him that I'm going to punish him, his family, forever. Because his sons have spoken evil things against me. Eli knew they were doing this, but he did not stop them. Please note that, as children, Eli, the father of this children, of his the, 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 the father that has given birth to two children, the name of the children is Ophni and Phineas. Now, knows that the children were doing evil, but he refused to caution them. And that brought about the wrath of God because they were doing all they were doing against God. And because of that, God had promised destruction for the family of Eli. Okay, Eli knew they were doing this, but he did not stop them. So I solemnly declare to the family of Eli, that no sacrifice or offering will ever be able to remove the consequences of the sin. Hmm. Samuel stayed in bed until morning. Then he got up and opened the door of the house of the Lord. was afraid to tell Eli about the vision. Eli called him, Samuel, my boy. Yes, sir. He answered what did the Lord said. We'll stop here. So Samuel narrated the story to prophet Eli that God is annoyed, God was annoyed with him because he refused to chastise the children. When I say chastise, he refused to correct them. He refused to train them in the way of the Lord. Like the Bible said, train up a child in the way of the Lord so that when he grows, he will not depart from those things. So Eli was a prophet truly walking, hearing from God. But it was not helping the family out by teaching them what God taught him. By giving an exemplary life to the children. They are correcting them when they are doing wrong. So Eli was an indulgent father that supports evil. Even when he's hot about the way the children are going, he never called them because he was afraid of his children. Maybe that was why. Or maybe because they did not love God wholeheartedly. Because if you love God, you will fear God. You, 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 you will honor his word. You, you will obey his commandments as he's saying it. Praise the Lord. We've done that in the previous series. Now, my lessons, the lessons we want to bring out from this teaching is that for a child or children of God, we need to be obedient to the word of God. We need to be obedient to the word of God that our parents tells us. Because sometimes we might not have the understanding of the word of God they are trying to teach. Maybe if you sit down by it, you might not understand it very well. But they come as adults and they tell us as our parents that this is what God says. This is the will of God for our life. And they go through the Bible, they show us. What the Bible says and refuse to obey them then that kind of a child or that those set of children they end towards destruction disobedience leads a man to destruction disobedience leads a man 
to death. Because if we continue with the story, we got to the level whereby the children, the two children were killed in the war. And just because they were killed and the covenant of the ark of God was stolen because the ark of God represents the presence of God to the children of Israel in those days, was stolen away in the war. That gave, at the time they came back to tell prophet Eli what has happened at the war front, that the two children were killed and the ark of God was taken away. That gave him a shock and he fell off. And right there, his neck got broken and, and he died. And right there, the, the daughter-in-law too ran into labor and so many disasters came upon the family of, of, of Eli. Now, that is the result of disobedience. God was instructing and was telling prophet Eli, do this to your children. This is what they are doing to me. They are defiling the household of God. They were doing things they are doing. They were doing things that is not supposed to be done in the household of God. They are not consecrated. But instead, they are defiling the temple of God. They are eating the food that is brought that, that is being that is brought to God for sacrifice. They were doing a lot of things on the altar of God. And God kept warning Eli. But because he's an indulgent father, he did not correct the children. And that led the whole family to destruction, deaths. So the wages of sin and the wages of disobedience sometimes, if it's not corrected, if it's not repented of, if, it's not, if, you, if you have not realized that you say, God, I'm sorry, might become, might become so hard in our heart that it hardens up our heart and leads to destruction. That will not be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So obedience is what we are looking at here. Anna went to Shiloh and promised God that he will bring, she will bring Samuel back to the house of God. She honored the words of her mouth. She spoke it out and she did it. And growing, Samuel growing up as a child, was obedient to the, all the commandments of God. He was respectful, he obeys the instruction. Even when Eli was training him, he did not see that Eli's children were going astray for him to disobey Eli. No, he obeys every instruction that God is using Eli to give to him. And he was growing in the Lord, obeying the rules and the regulation, obeying the commandments of God. So as children, we need to obey the commandment of God. Moses said to us, do not lie, do not steal, do not commit adultery, do not uh, fight. All those things that we do that are against the will of God. We should stop doing them as children and obey what God says. Love your God with the whole of your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do not allow the works of the flesh, that is sin, to take over our life. Jealousy, hatred, envy, covetousness, lasciviousness, all of these things. Greedy, and selfish, lying, stealing, fighting, all of those things. When your parents say, don't do that. 
They are telling you because they know God is using them to tell you and correct you and put you on the right path. So as children, we need to obey God so that we will not be destroyed. Praise the Lord. So for anybody that disobeyed God or disobeyed the parents that God is using for us to speak to us, then that person is heading towards destruction. The all of the family of Eli died because of simple disobedience. But Samuel grew with that land and became a mighty prophet in the land of Israel because he was obedient. And God used him to do miracles. God used him to do wonders in the land of Israel. Praise the Lord. So as children of God, we need to be humble in our spirit to receive the word of God and do them. We need not to be that child that is, that is rude. When parents are talking to them, they grumble. They, they, they are insultive. No, that's not the kind of children God wants us to be. God wants us to be respectful child, respectful children, that God, children that loves and love without con unconditionally, that love unconditionally, the children that obeys our parents, obeys the word of God, the children that love God with the whole of their heart and want to do anything for God. That's the kind of children that God wants us to be. And I pray this morning the Almighty God will give us that heart of obedience to be His words, to make obedience part of us. Oh, so that we can be a blessing. God can use us to do anything. And you want to ask, how do I hear from God? Then keep doing the will of God. Keep fellowshipping with God. How? In the place of prayer. Pray to God every day. Read your Bible every day. Ask questions. If you don't understand the passage you have read in your Bible, ask questions from mommy, ask questions from daddy. They will explain to you. And because you want to do that every day, you are bringing God closer to you because it's there in your heart. But you are feeding God, the Spirit of God. And God just wants to be there. You are drawing yourself closer to God. And you're having a good relationship. And because of that, God will bless you with everything. Sound mind, good health, provision in all facets of life. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, excellent spirit. A loving heart. Those are the blessings we receive when we obey God. I pray the Almighty God will help us in Jesus' name. We have come to the end of today's teaching and let us have it in our, at the front of our heart that disobedience brings destruction, brings separation, sometimes leads to death. But obedience makes us to benefit from the blessings that God as promised us, we enjoy all the blessings. Good head, sound mind, meeting us at the point of all our needs, a loving heart, a joyful life, a life that is without pain. Give us the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We have excellent spirit upon us. We become the envy of others because they want to be like us because we are living an exemplary life.
That's the kind of life we live, abundant life. For as many that believe, he has given abundant life. But the devil has come to steal, kill, and to destroy. And that's just the part of disobedience. Disobedience steals, it kills, and it destroys. But obedience gives us life and it gives us abundantly. Praise the Lord. I pray the Almighty God will help us in Jesus' name. Disobedience kills, it destroys, and it steals. But obedience gives us life and it gives us abundant life with all the benefits. Praise the Lord. We have come to the end of today's teaching. Thank you very much, children. God bless you. Let us bow down our heads for prayers. God, we thank you for the word of today. We thank you for the lessons you have given unto us to obey you wholeheartedly. So God, we pray that we will not be disobedient children in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, every spirit of disobedience, Baba, take it away from us. Every root of disobedience, take it away from us. Give us the heart that obeys you, the humble heart that will do your will according to the way you have stated it, the instruction, the commandments. We will do it all utterly. And we ask that, Baba, you will use us, just like you used Samuel to do great miracles and wonder in the land of Israel because he was an obedient servant of yours. Father, Lord, use us in the name of Jesus Christ. We know that you are not God that looks at background or you're just looking for that obedient heart. Father, Lord, give us that obedient heart, the available heart to do your will. Give it unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting King of glory. For in Jesus Christ's name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, children. God bless you. Love you. Love you so much. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful day.